0: Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen of the ladies, how are y'all doing? We are going to have a splendid and and the splendidness of what we're going to do, we're going to conclude as we had the luxury to be with you all here for a while. We'll stop because of the greatness of us. Is everyone having a splendid day? I have no hair to pull out. (laughs) No hair to pull out. Okay. (laughs) Jack has had a character building day. As Les Brown would say. That is good. That is good. Always good to have those days and make it out. Always good. So we're going to go over organized planning. Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be splendid. In your planning. And anything that you're doing, the goal is to do it. No, no, I want to open. The goal is to do it with a spirit of excellence. Before I start off, is, is everyone tracking spirit of excellence? Spirit of excellence, yes? Yes. Okay, hold on. I'm going to make tempest. Boom. All right. Spirit of excellence. Very important that we all get this. Why? Because the second part and the second half of this book, it just won't resonate with you if you don't do it with a spirit of excellence. We have some things I want you to write down. So let me just regurgitate or throw up on you a lot of notes real quick. Organized planning. Since It's been a couple of weeks since we have met as a mastermind. I've covered with you. You want to ally yourself with one or more person. That sound familiar? Ally yourself with one or more person. Ally yourself with one or more person. Am I repeating that? You know why most people are not successful? Because they try to do it by themselves. Hey, let me see if I can help you. Because the, the less receptive y'all are, the harder I'm going to walk. Have you ever figured out why people are not successful or because they try to do it by themselves? Would you like to give me some examples? I'm glad you asked. I'll give you some examples. Example number one, you hear poor people say all the time, if you want something done right, go ahead and finish that statement for me out. Gotta
1: do,
0: gotta do it yourself. That makes no sense whatsoever. Does the universe universe by itself?
2: Networking
0: networking exactly mastermind I mean, listen, masterminding networking all that stuff all my exes live in texas i don't know why i said that but it just felt like I'm, <laughs> i just, uh, got a little george Strait going on right now you need to understand that nothing in this nothing in this world does things by itself nothing 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 actually should have been i should have been out there with I just made that standard. Nothing in this universe works by itself. Okay, I'm pressing this point. I'm getting ready to go faster, but y'all are suffering with this. Nothing in this universe works by itself. Oh, I have a problem. You know what? Let me fix it by myself. Who's doing that right now? Come on, raise your hands. Who's doing it right now? And did it work? No because you're going against the very law of this universe. Grass doesn't grow by itself. It grows because of the soil and the mineral. Grass grows because things around it die and fertilize the soil. All death in your life ain't a bad thing. Any situation that dies, it's not a bad thing, okay? Sometimes you need to kill relationships in order to let people live. Okay, I'm going to just roll over that one, y'all. That's to getting too deep for y'all right now. Okay. All right. But are you processing what I'm saying? You can't do things by yourself. You can't get over a broken heart by yourself. You can't get over overthinking by yourself. How many overthinking do I got? I should have 50, 60 hand. Okay. Talisha's like me. She's typing. it. Come on. You can't do anything by yourself. It doesn't rain by itself. The sun helps it rain. How? Evaporation. I'm just trying to get you to see that everything in this universe is connected and then you think that you get to separate yourself. In organized planning, thou shall not separate. Come on. You can't do it. You can't do it. In organized planning, you cannot separate. Can I get a man A? <laughs> Amen. All right, she got it. Okay, is everyone tracking this? Are we okay here? All right, here we go. Now, there it is. Stink and grow rich. Jack, Jack got everything in his house, don't he? He got the big checks and the, the chunky <laughs> checks. He's got everything in there. Ally yourself with one or more person, ladies and gentlemen. Please, before I move forward, please, 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 pretty please, double please, double certified please. Super dynamic, please. And it's all Brian Johnson. All that. All
1: yeah, that. There
0: you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> please, y'all, stop trying to get through your situations yourself. Sometimes we're stressing because we forgot to organize and ally ourselves with someone else. And the crazy part is the very people who need to hear this, this is going over their head. You know why? Because they're saying, that didn't come from me. And you'll continue to suffer. Number two, before forming your Mastermind Alliance, decide what advantages and, and dis, I mean, excuse me, advantages and benefits that you may offer the individual members of your group in return for their cooperation. Don't worry about it, writing it down. As a matter of fact, let me, let me help you out. If you're in the text chat, I'll help you. And we'll make this chat available because I, I I don't want you. This is just a re uh, kind of a review, a recapitulation. Recapitulation, anyone even know what that word means? It's a music, turn. yeah, it, it could be a music turn, yeah, yeah, it is. A music, I'm sure it is. Recapitulation means to retrace, okay. Uh, y'all want me to make Brian shout? Uh, no, okay, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. Gonna do it. All right. All you got to do is just mention his Lord and Savior. He just shot out, Lord. And I'm wondering what's taking you so long to do it. Recapitulate. Whoa! <laughs> I don't want to change the direction of the class. Recapitulation is to retrace. I'm just retracing our steps here. Listen to the key part here. I want you to, before you form your mastermind, think about what advantages you will bring to the table in return for their okay see i don't think like this how can i add, how can i add value first before i get people to work with me yeah y'all know what we do huh we show up and be like i'm here y'all better work with me appreciation appreciation which means to increase in value appreciate the very heart of the word and Actually, forget the heart. The word actually means to increase in value. Depreciation means to decrease in value. To appreciate someone is every time I see Jack, I increase his value in my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm already on it today. I'm not even, I ain't waste no time. To, to appreciate your spouse, you must see him or her in a greater value than the last time you seen them. Hold on. Is this my hand? Is that my back? I pat it myself. That's all right. I got it. Pat my own back. (laughs) Okay? Appreciate to increase in value. What are you adding to people, ladies and gentlemen, that gives their cooperation? All right? I'm going to say it again. Say it in a different way. The people you have a problem with in your life right now. Little problem, big problem, small problem, hurt problem laugh problem, whatever, whatever it may be, ask yourself, what advantages have you given them? Listening. It's listening. Listening is good, right? How have you seduced their cooperation? So let's go. Let's follow Jack's energy. Give me some examples to get people to cooperate with you, according to Napoleon Hill and Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. Look at them. Look, okay, you're right. Look at them; actually, does work. How many of you people? How, how many of you trust people that don't look at you? Go ahead, Jack. Give me another one. Show interest. Oh shit! Now you're talking, Jack. Now you, now you're just showing off, right? <laughs> Jack, Jack likes family feud. Yeah, yeah, he's got all the answers. Good answer. Good answer. The survey says, thing. Yeah, he's right though. He's right, to show interest. Some, someone else, give me something else.
2: Remember their name.
0: Oh, great. You try to be a billionaire. You try to. I was on the phone today with someone, and it was, a, it was supposed to be a sales call. And it was actually a sales call for Michelle. And she named me her two children. This was earlier today. I repeated her children's names, and she said, wow, you must have been very present when I told you my children's name. We were on the phone for an hour. She told me her children's name within 13 minutes of the phone call. One is seven years old. One is four months old. This phone call happened seven hours ago. The phone call happened seven hours let me show y'all something. Let me show you how you give people cooperation. The phone call happened seven hours ago. Her seven-year-old name is Sincere. Her four-month-old name is Samir. She has a husband who lives in a city, I won't name because we're recording, and she would like to bring him home. She works in the engineering field and is on maternity leave, and it ends at the end of November. Do y- y'all see how much information I remember about this lady? Mm-hmm. I showed interest. Man, I mean, you remember the person you talked to in 1993. But, no. that's, that's true. But, it's, because, but it's, it's also what makes me a lot of money. Because when I told, when, at the end of the call, I told the lady, I said, I, I said, well, you know what, that's, that's, that's pretty good. I'm pretty sure Sincere and Samir would really enjoy that. You were—you must have been very present when I said that. She just said it in passing. She just said it in passing. She just said it in passing, and then she said, "So what's the price?" I like know what I said. Five thousand dollars. She said, "Wow, okay, I could do that." And I said, "Then she added something else." I said, well, "I tell you what, let's just make it an even six." She said, "Got it. I'll be contacting you tomorrow." How did I get the sale? Thank you, Sincerely, Samir. <laughs> Being, present. Being present. So another way to show appreciation for someone, or t- we're, we're trying to, we're trying to elicit their appreci- I mean their cooperation. Mm-hmm. You have to know when to compete and know when to cooperate. How many of you know when to compete and know when to cooperate? It's hard, especially in relationships, isn't it? Okay, y'all for the man, you walk real hard. Talisha, I've had this call happen before. Welcome to Synchronicity. Welcome. Welcome to the world without time. Your awareness is growing. Good job, Talisha. Let's clap for Talisha. Yes. And Deja Vu actually has a a relevant place. And I'll explain to you. Your awareness is growing. Good job. Or there's a glitch, glitch in the matrix. You can choose one. Either way, do y'all understand how I got her cooperation to the tune of $6,000 because I remember her children's name? Is that fair? She's a wonderful lady too, she really is. And I, I appreciate her very much. All right, next one, next note. Arrange to meet with the members at least twice a week. How many of you are meeting with people twice a week that will make you better. I have this exercise that I do. I do it very early in this class, very, I mean, a, almost a year early, because this is a 40 week class that this time is gonna go like 75 weeks. And I make people write a load, L-O-A-T-H-E list, E-D, and a loved list. And I make you run around. In fact, I, I challenge all of you to do this. I make you go around town for the next seven days. And if you do something you loathed, that's a stronger word than hate, then you have to write it down on that part of the list. I'm gonna split your paper in half. If you do something you love, you write it down that list. Most people, and I've done this with thousands of people, on average, most people have 85% of their list on the loathed side. How many of you today did a lot of things you did not like? Show me, let me see, there we go. Thank you, thank you for your transparency. Thank you, Jack, thank you, Tempest. Thank you, Robin, I appreciate you. Now watch this here. If you spent, thank you Gladys, if you spent most of your day doing something you did not like. Forget the fact that you forfeited dreams. Forget that. Forget the fact that you were not in tune with your supreme destiny, whatever that may be. Forget all that. Let's just stay in tune with one central idea. If you keep spending 85% of your day doing what you do not like, you spend 85% of your week, In a week you did not like. If you spend 85% of your week doing what you did not like, you spend 85% of your month doing what you do not like. If you spend 85% of all your months doing what you do not like, you will then spend a whole year in a year that you hated. And if you spend a year in a year that you hated 85%, you'll spend a whole decade in a decade that you hated spending 85%. Now, let me pause right there before I get to your life. How many of us can honestly, I'm raising my hand first. How many of us can honestly say we have wasted an entire decade? See that? Now, if you waste decades doing 85% of what you do not like, you will end up with a life that you hate and you want to be successful and you cannot doing that. Did that make sense y'all yes. mm-hmm. that was very practical and here's the crazy thing it all happens because you did not monitor the little bitty decisions in your life yeah. everyone is so programmed to think that the major decisions in your life are the big deal they're not i gotta pass the bar exam gotta pass my t close if you're a cop uh, I have to pass my LSAT, I believe that's licensed lawyer. Okay, yeah, I've got to pass all. I've got to pass this. I've got to pass the medical, I've got to pass this. I have to pass this final exam. I, I have to get married before I'm 30, all this stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, these CPA accounting, these, these things, they don't change your life. You know what changes your life? Not one burger. The thousands of burgers you eat in a year it wasn't your decision to eat a burger that changed your life it was all those every single tempest tacos she's, she's so tempest ain't she <laughs> it was simply those little bitty decisions bring it back to the class it is all because all because of you sorry i can help myself it is all because you did not meet with people that will push you further twice a week let's see who can let's see who james jackson unmute your mic real quick and talisha if you can unmute your mic unmute yours too i want to i want to get both of them these are two people who met me this year, okay? No. James Jackson, do I come off as a person that would let you be a loser around me? No, not at all. Have I corrected you furiously when yeah, you were I mean. attempting to be a loser around me? Is that I, fair? Did you hear me that break up? Yeah. It, okay, you said so that's correct. Good. You get that? he is around someone that pulls what's good out of him. So he doesn't get to be a loser around me. Is that fair? Yeah. Talisha, was you able to unmute? Yes. Okay, good. You've had, no. James has had plenty of conversation with me when I said stop. Just, James, tell me one of the cruelest things I've told to you. This is one of the, what, what, what regular people would call cruel. No, no, Zoom back in. This is great TV. Do it again.
1: Okay, okay. It
0: says, good spirit, obedient, excuses, not coachable, too controlling indecisive, equals poverty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It it felt like 30 seconds and I took all this in. 30 seconds. I don't need
0: to know what I said. I didn't need to know to know that I don't need to know everything to make the decision that I needed to know that I thought I needed to know to make a decision and stick with it. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. That one hurts the most. That one hurts the truth. Yeah, I let you have it with that one. The other one is, um, okay, yeah, that's all of it right there. I appreciate Uh, you, man. Thank you for showing how cruel I am. I appreciate you very much. (laughs) Like think about this for a second, right? This is I'm telling now, of course I'm not being mean what I'm saying. I'm being very stern though. But he was trying to be a loser. I'm listening to him. All right, listen, 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 listen. Uh Uh-huh. And I went, stop. You you know, you're just very you just you're so uncoachable. Just like that. Am I lying, James? No, no, no. you're so uncoachable, right? But but since you met me in our interactions. Antonio,
2: you... Yes, ma'am. I got one for you. I got it all through text message.
0: I... Okay, go let ahead. Read them, girl. Know.
2: This is your favorite thing to me. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs>
0: Talisha be going off. She be going <laughs> off on me. Just, I mean, it's a series. Look, Talisha, she's like, the, she's like the woman that's really mad at something you did. So I'll get like series of text messages. Zzz, 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 zzz. I just let it go. I put the phone down I go, let me know when you're ready. (laughs) Let me know when you're ready, okay? Now, both James and Talisha, I'm going to take to extremely high places. They have the courage to meet with me in some vehicle of communication at least twice a week. You see it? I'm just proving this mastermind part. Eventually, they're going to stop doing loser things and then turn right around and be telling somebody else, hey, you're going to be like, let me know when you're ready, because <laughs> <laughs> no, <geez. laughs> you're going to be like, Grace, I used to be like you. Grace, Grace <laughs> tells people that all the time, I used to be you. <laughs> I used to be you. Okay, thank y'all very much for letting me rip your skin off. In the middle of (laughs) Brian talking about, he does rub off for you. It is the importance. What's important is now when you're in a mastermind group, please know Shannon, especially Shannon. Let's leave Shannon for last because this let's just leave Shannon for last. Tempest, everyone, they They get on me too. You get it? They'll get on me. Like, I'm not the point of being in the mastermind. Is not to be untouchable. They correct the leader too. Shannon just comes, she just come, she just just you know she comes with the with the sword. She burns it though, so I don't bleed too much. You know she cauterizes my wounds at the same time she cuts my head off. You know things like that. But she's a licensed counselor, so she can do that. She she's doing it in the name of schooling. <laughs> All right, y'all get the point. Organized planning. You make sure that you are at the point in your life to where you're meeting people. How much better would your week have been, ladies and gentlemen, if you had a bad day, a bad week, or whatever? In fact, let me, let me say it this way, then I'll move on. How many, don't raise your hands with this question. How many of you have had a bad week or a bad two weeks? Don't raise your hands. I don't want to send you out. Now, you know who you are. Put a percentage of how long time you had during that week or those weeks. Did y'all feel me? By nodding your heads, did you get the correlation there? No, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. Is say. He said, "I, like, I got it." Hold a minute. Yeah, because. As the more you're alone, is the more you wallow in your aloneness, wallow in your pain, the more you become the Lone Ranger, the more your brain just, your brain won't let you be wrong. You can make up something totally insignificant. It could be totally wrong. But the more you tell that story is the more your brain will fill in the gaps with a lie and then it become true. If you don't believe me, this is actual psychology it's science too. Your brain will put in details uh, you ever heard somebody, ooh, I caught me a 13-pound fish. Next time they tell that story, man, it was a 20-pound fish. Now at better you. Yeah. Jack, I'm telling you, I caught a world record fish. And the only reason that I didn't get notarized for it is because I threw it back in the water. You know? <laughs> what a picture. I didn't want to take pictures, man. You don't do fish like that. Right, you you can get it. You get it? Okay. We, we, we make up stuff in our heads, and then it becomes true. It's the truth because your brain needs it to be there. Your brain is death for your brain for your brain not to work. So your brain will make up a lie so it can work with the narrative you're telling it. It's it's, it's the story you tell yourself and others. It's it's the way it works. It's the way it works. Great. All right, let's move on. Maintain. Y'all ain't gonna like this one. Perfect Harmony. Perfect harmony. Gladys, did you have something to say when was you raising your hand up when I was asking people to raise their hands? Yeah, I know Gladys is a billionaire, right? Yeah, she owns like three banks. A whole lot of stuff. Okay. Maintain perfect harmony. There's more. I'll, I'll send it to you. But it doesn't matter because if you just stick with maintaining perfect harmony, the rest will come. Maintain perfect harmony between yourself and every member of your mastermind group. How many of you, y'all ready? Tempest just taught a fantastic class about this yesterday. How many of you have tried so hard to maintain harmony with everybody else and forgot the first step of maintain harmony with yourself? Mm, mm, mm. That's all of us, right? Who, who among you, by show of hands, suffer from people-pleasing? Because this is, this is totally for you. There you go. And I always want to have a peanut party too. There it is. There it is. Remember that the goal is to maintain harmony with yourself first and then maintain harmony with your mastermind group or the people you're around. That was for my people-pleasers. Grace has a question.
2: Can you elaborate on maintaining harmony with yourself?
0: Okay. I shouldn't even try to run over that. Right now, it's going to be a broad answer. I'm going to come back to you and get you to define this a little bit more, but I'm going to give the broad answer. Cat Williams, he's a great philosopher slash comedian. He's been in jail a lot recently. He says, you got to be in tune with your star player. Now, although that's comedy stuff, it's, it's pretty accurate, though. You have to know yourself enough to know what serves you and what does not. But if you don't have an end goal, that becomes a bit difficult. How many of you don't have an end goal for your life? It's okay. Uh, it's, it should be, statistically, it should be about 60% of you. Okay, some, some of you like so-so. Okay, so-so is just a kind word that we say for no. <laughs> that's all that is, that's, that's all that is. <laughs> He's laughing, he knows it too, that's, that's all it is, that's, that's all it is. When you don't know who you are, anyone can put what you're not on you. I'm helping somebody, thank You, you got a problem or not, don't reject information. Okay? If you don't know who you are, other people will put who you're not on you. Remember that. Now, let me concise answer that question and then I'm gonna answer a question that no one has yet, but they should have. Because the next logical question is, how do I find myself back? That's the next logical question that no one's asking, but but it's there, okay. You have to be in harmony with your big mind is what Oprah would call it, or your supreme destiny is what Oprah would also call it, okay? What is you, what you are here for? Now, I'm not saying you got some destiny written on some board in the sky. I'm just simply saying, and if it feels good, that's kind of what you were here to do. If it feels bad, that's not what you were here to do. The greatest form of communication, the first form of communication, the original form of communication, the God form of communication is feelings. Feelings are universal. Need no language. You can go to Baghdad right now and someone's speaking Arabic and they know what pain feels like without you translating it. Can I get a man A? Here we go all right now how do you get yourself back fair question right how does one get themselves back when they've lost themselves or found themselves in a lost situation go to god (laughs) go to god is a good answer so let's break that down practically Let's go to God. I accept that answer. Not too many people would disagree to that answer. Let's go to God. What is God? God would be the highest thought there is. We can't get past that thought. There is God, okay? He's the highest philosophical thought. He is the strongest of the strong. Whatever it is, whatever it is if you can't go past it, There is God. This would be a scholastic argument when you're using logic and reasoning to prove God's existence, okay? They did this in the 12th century. Now, Thomas Aquinas, if you heard of these people, they did these things. Using logic and reasoning, go to God, right? Let's just use logic and reasoning. While using logic and reasoning, go to God, what is also God god is the greatest thing there is and that greatest thing there is gives life is this fair does anyone disagree you can't i'm just being very proud good do you have life Excuse excuse me excuse me go ahead sir the sound engineer is telling me to tell you not to put that mic too close to your mouth okay good thank you all right the The highest thought gives life, correct? Therefore, you have life. So where is God? Uh Aha. Aha. Is not not God the giver of life? No. Does thou have life? So where is also God? In you. There you go. Jack says, in my heart, right? right? You're right, but it's in you, right? You're dishonest. This is, this, is, this is honest. Now, you can accept this, atheist or not, okay? And if you're going to, if you, you don't say, you would, just wouldn't use the word God, but there's something that gave this universe life, and you have life. Therefore, you are made of the same stuff that gave the world life. A, 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 not astrologist, astrophysicist, would say and and in fact I'll quote one who says this all the time. What's my guy name? The cool cool black guy. Oh. Oh. Neil Neil yeah. oh. Tyson De, Degrassi Neil Neil, De, Neil, Degrassi. De, Neil Degrassi yeah yeah okay all right he would tell you we're all made from star stuff because his mentor taught him. We are. We're all made from star stuff. So let's break this down practically. How do you find yourself when you've lost yourself or when you found yourself in a lost situation? One person said, go to God. Nothing wrong with that. And I broke down with logic and reasoning what is highest. highest. Sure.
2: You ask yourself what you want. Retrain your subconscious mind.
0: Okay. Yourself. When you ask, when you soften, excuse me, when you steal the voice of this world, when you strip away your gender, your nationality, your, I'm a Republican, man, I'm a Democrat, man. When you strip all that away, you're left with what you call God. This is why you will always be your own rescue. Scholars call this something different. Would you like to know the schol- term or the scholarly terms? There is eminence and transcendence, and God is both. God is both transcendent and He's imminent with an I. Okay, He's transcendent, which means out of this world. Not existing in the realm of man. If I transcend to a different reality or dimension, right? You get the, you get the meaning of transcendence. All right. He's also imminent. This means the imminence of, of what we will call God or some will call God. Okay? Imminence. It means here. And God is both. He's here and he's there. Same time. And that's not, this is not a spiritual thing. We're just saying what scholars would say, right? Get that. I'm telling you the solution to your problem is both out there and in you at the same time. Boom! Oh, that was solid. That was an argument for many schools of thoughts that Buddhists, Christians, atheists, Sikhs, True lovers, they can all love Wiccans. You have the power in you, and then there's a power outside of you that you can tap into, whatever you want to call that power. Fair enough. Let's make it, put a bow on it now. Nice little pretty bow. In a bowing fashion, when you are in organized planning, when it's time to be in harmony with yourself, you always have the power. And you don't have to wait for some greater power outside of you for you to take charge of your life. Okay, let me get this hand again and pat myself on the back because, yeah, that's all right. There we go. Can you repeat now, one more time? You
2: always what? I sure can.
0: You always have control over your life. No, he didn't make you hit him. You did that. Uh Uh-huh. No, she didn't make you cuss her out. You decided to cuss her out. Wealthy people always blame themselves. If I get into a car accident tomorrow, I'm going to say, man, I should have woke up earlier. I'm dead serious. (laughs) I'm just dead serious. I would have missed that accident. (laughs) I'm going to always blame me. It's far healthier for you to blame you before you blame someone else. And only the wealthy do it. You don't have to like that, but that just proves why you're not wealthy. It just proves why you have not thought yourself rich yet. Is this fair? Okay. Yeah. This is not something you have to like. And a big chunk of being successful is doing stuff you don't, excuse me. You don't want to do stuff you don't like. But you're going to have to do stuff you don't feel like doing. Getting out of your comfort zone. You Got to get out of your comfort zone. And there are no gems in your comfort zone, ladies and gentlemen. There's no diet free cheesecake in your comfort zone. Nope. Right here, let me me show you something. This is my addiction right here. Well, this is my second addiction. My biggest addiction is books right here. Y'all see this? You see this? this, See this satanic device of chocolatey goodness? I would have passed, I'm gonna virtually pass it to Jack. Right there, there it is, right? This, this, this hell demon in front of me right now. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, if you can't see. I I know, I know. Guess what? I wanna drop this weight. Ain't no weight free. (laughs) There's no calorie free Reese's. You get it? There it is, look, look, Kato coffee. See, Jack is on it. Yeah, you got the keto coffee, right? He's got it, right? You get it. You can't be in your comfort zone and still do what is it is to be wealthy. You can't. All right, do you remember your question? No. How does one be in harmony with themselves? All right. You be in harmony with yourself. <clears throat> in a few ways, I'll give them to you in order step number one control your perception control your perception do not confuse perception with what you see perception is how you receive what you see i wish i had somebody i'm about to i'm about to put my foot on it now perception is not what you see ladies and gentlemen perception is how you receive what you see perception is how you receive what you see perception is how you receive what you see everybody got it this is why two kids can grow up in the same house and perceive their parents' discipline in two different ways. Mm-hmm. Same discipline, two different ways. One's a lawyer, one's a drug addict. <clears throat> One to tell you they had a bad childhood, Want to tell you had a exact, exact childhood I needed to be a lawyer. <clears throat> How many of you are the black sheep of your family? <clears throat> your perception and let that happen Their perception of you, let that happen. And then you made a meaning out of it. Step number one, control your perception. Perception is how you perceive, receive the reality you're seeing. Some of you, some of you are perceiving everything in your life incorrectly. But since you perceive it and it goes into your subconscious, it automatically for your reality. All right, I'm going to repeat that me, I'm breaking up. Some of you are perceiving into your reality incorrect things because you're making a meaning out of it. But once it hits your subconscious, it's correct for you and your reality. This is why you...
2: Antonio, you, wait. Yes, ma'am. What do you mean by that? You said...
0: Yep, sure, I got you.
2: you mean, a book, what do you mean by that?
0: There's a book called Code of the Extraordinary Mind and it's going to explain it better than me, but I'll borrow from Vishen Lakhiani. Code of the Extraordinary Mind. <clears throat> he breaks down how we perceive a, an act and then we make a meaning out of it. <clears throat> and then we attach that meaning to that act, and we have a mean-making machine. It just keeps being that meaning, and that meaning gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And as we grow up, every time this happens, we make a meaning out of it. (coughs) Did I break up there, Jack? Just a little bit? Okay. Tip, send me the (coughs) phone number. We make a meaning out of things. We perceive something, and then we immediately go into making the meaning out of it. We make that meaning out of it, and it follows. In the sixth grade, it means something different. And then we get stronger and stronger and stronger. And every time something like this happens, it becomes that meaning. I'll give you an example, Talisha. There is, for me, I'm going to talk about me. I was going to talk about somebody else, but I'm going to talk about me. For me, since my parents gave me up at six, I made a meaning out of that. Would you like to know what I said? My parents don't love me. Six years old. That's a fair response for a six year old. <clears throat> I start making a meaning out of that without even knowing it. I start rationalizing subconsciously that you can't love me because my own parents don't love me. You ever met an angry kid? with no parents or this and that, I'll be struggling from this. I made a meaning that if I was to ever receive love, I had to reject it. Why? Because I never got to receive my parents' love. Fair? There's someone in this room, I won't and don't freaking admit it, okay? Just just let me say it. Don't Don't like say amen or something. There's someone that had, if you listen to the Overcoming Low Self-Esteem class, plug, there's someone that loved their mom so much and their mom always said, I'm fat. I don't look good in this. I don't look good in this. I don't look good in this." a little bitty girl. People outside would say, you look just like your mom. And she made a meaning out of that. Pay attention to what I just said. It is is the most brilliant thing that I heard as far as perception of the year in which I heard it. She made a meaning out of her mom's own self image. And since she was told she looks like her mom, she made a meaning and said, Well, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm unworthy. Everybody get that? That's perception. Did that help you, Talisha?
2: Yes. I want to make sure I got this right. So she perceived, she said that because she, that's how she viewed her mother. And, and is
0: that accurate? Or I mean, yeah, that's accurate. But the, more, the, the thing you really need to catch is she took something and made a meaning out of it. And that's when it became perception.
2: And the meaning is not correct.
0: Your meaning is not correct,
2: or is that not the mean?
0: meaning is never correct because okay. you have infinite po- wait, 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 wait. There's a caveat here. The meaning is never correct because you have an infinite wave of possibilities. But once it hits your subconscious, it is absolutely correct for your reality. Your subconscious cannot tell the difference between Right or wrong, real or fake. This is why when you have a nightmare, you wake up. This is why when you have a nightmare, you wake up. Everybody got me? Hold on real quick, let me switch devices.
1: All right.
2: question
0: yes ma'am go ahead
2: how long does it take for something to hit your subconscious mind
0: well that's that's let's not focus on how long does it take okay but the answer to your question could be instantaneously or you got a lot of variables here It could be instant if it's something you already struggle with or if it's something you've already told your auto-suggestion, this is what we accept as reality. It could be instant. This is why whatever makes you mad, Talisha, if I pull that trigger right now, you're going to instantly get mad. If I push that button, it's going to instantly happen. That's just one of those cases. Because you've already told yourself, in this reality, when this happens, respond this way. Your perception has given your auto-suggestion permission that every time these set of events happen, boom, cuss this mother out. Come on, act like y'all ain't real now. Come on, come on now. Yeah, y'all Can all I fun. say something funny? Go ahead. Dude, this is the class you cursed me out of. So right. Because you would listen. <laughs> you would listen. He was so mad. He was so... Hour. He just took over the class, beating in, beating me, I had to cuss him out. I really did. I really did cuss him out. <clears throat> okay. Now, that's an instant case. You know how most of you got your low self-esteem and your insecurities? It wasn't instantly. It had no effect on you, Chantel. No effect on you, PJ. No effect whatsoever to someone you love said it. You see how that's not instant? Yes. Talisa? Yes. But when someone you love said it, you let that plant that seed. Sometimes it'll be instant, sometimes it be not. A lot of variables there. Lots of variables there. <clears throat> but if it goes into your subconscious, it's over. You have to retrain your subconscious to get it out. You retrain your subconscious. If you don't know, I'll tell you right now. Shannon Clark teaches a tech class on it. You retrain your subconscious in three ways. This is the neurological way you retrain your subconscious. If any of you have something you're struggling with right now, I want to give you the neurological way to retrain your subconscious. Step number one. Control, excuse me. Examine the story you tell yourself and others. Somebody type it, type it in notes. Good job. Examine the story you tell yourself and others. Step number two, examine your limiting beliefs. <laughs> <Shannon>. <laughs> Step number three. Examine your fears. Your judgment, excuse me, your judgment and fear of consequences. Now, if you want a detailed 12-step process of this class, just go to one of the classes you already have. It's called Overcoming Low Self-Esteem. we giving it away at no charge, because we like to help people. Dr. Shannon R. Clark teaches it. And she, is that what I said? Oh, Lord, I'm missing two classes. <laughs> OK. Dr. at R. Clark teaches retraining your subconscious mind. Okay. Should you want to learn about overcoming low self esteem, Campus teaches and has a podcast, a running podcast about overcoming low self esteem. And most people need both. And Tempest has a fantastic future for overcoming low self esteem, but I won't tell you what it is. I don't want to give away the
1: product. Speaking of
0: that, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Y'all gotta reset it. <laughs> okay, those are the three steps. Now, let's go back to controlling. I mean, being in harmony with yourself. Step one control your perception. Step two, love yourself. Ain't that the hardest part? I wish I had some real folk on this, on this on this call right now. I need some real folk. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I, I want some real folk. I mean, look, you, you, you know what happened? You, you have some folks that get 50 and act like you know everything. Or you young folk, you get 18 and you act like you know everything. And you don't know nothing. The more you know, the more you find out you don't know. The more genius I become, the more stupid I know I am. It's the truth. Hey, I know I don't know I a have, lot. And I love
2: myself.
0: Does <laughs> <laughs> that relate? Yes, yep. that's me. Good, good, good. Seriously, I, I know a lot of stuff and I know it very well. And I don't know nothing. And the deeper I get into quantum physics, and believe me, I'm a master at quantum physics. I'm, if, if it wasn't for business, I would have my PhD in quantum physics right now. I was going back, I was going to get my PhD in two different, pro- well, three, I have three options. I was going to University of Houston, Houston for mathematics. Well, this is not a lie. It's on my dream wall right now. University of Houston for mathematics. I was going to get my PhD in math. I have no idea why. I just wanted to punish myself. I just want to seriously punish myself. PhD in mathematics. I was going to get my PhD in Neurological something. It's neurological something. I don't even know what it was. And PhD in quantum physics. If it wasn't for business, me putting my all in business, that's what I do. I love quantum physics. Man. I just, it just, ugh, I just love it. And the more I know about quantum physics, and the more I go in the rabbit hole, the more I know I don't know Jack. If you can still learn something new, you don't know enough. If you can still learn something new, you do not know enough. Mm -hmm. Love yourself, ladies and gentlemen.
1: That's
0: step two. In order for you to be in harmony, you can't organize no plan. No harmony. Marie what Phil just said on chat, was outstanding. The greater the sea of knowledge, the wider the shore of the unknown. You <laughs> Ain't that the truth? It's true. Well, I would answer this. How do you know that you love yourself and you're not working from the ego? <clears throat> Let's. I'm answering this question from the DSN. Okay. Yeah, I have to do with the DSM. That's yeah. Well, of course, PJ is. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's the manual of all psychology. This is what psychologists use. Okay, it's the manual. So I'm trying to break it down. So let's go from here. The only way that you can have an ego while loving yourself is a inferior is a superiority complex. Or even that, well, you can't, an inferior complex is different. A superiority complex. A superiority complex is when you think you're superior to other people because you secretly know that you're inferior. So you have to push other people down so you can feel tall. You see this all the time. This is why most people are walking around with some sort of mental health issue and don't even. You know, it's completely undiagnosed. That's ego. Of course, <clears throat> okay, we got acronyms, Angel God we got all that stuff. But, but practically, that's ego. To love yourself, the proper way to love yourself, the only way to love to get proper, the only way to actually love yourself, is to give people permission to love themselves. See, this is hard. Can't, how many of you can be in a relationship when your spouse or significant other is wrong and you love them in their wrongness without conditions? I'm going to walk home. Just so you all know, it is at this point I'm about to walk very hard. Some of you have far too many terms and conditions on your love. I'll love you as long as this don't happen. You know what? I'll love you. And I'll keep loving you when this does happen, but I got a breaking point. What? There are no breaking points. Something serves you or it does not but there are no breaking points, no breaking points. You stand in the gap, you hold it down. You love yourself, you hold yourself down. And the way you get in harmony with yourself is to change your perception, and then you begin to love yourself. And you know why it's in that order? Because you cannot love yourself with an incorrect perception. Self-image, not to be confused with self-esteem. Self-image is what you see. Self-esteem is how you feel about what you see. So do you see how these are tying in together? It's that perception thing again. Control your perception, and once you get over that, you sit yourself down, you be without fear, and you love yourself. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that's the hardest, second hardest battle you're going to face. Step three. Y'all ain't going to like this one. Total forgiveness. So you can't be in harmony with anybody else until you first forgiven yourself. Hey, y'all signed up for this. That ain't me. Y'all signed up for this. <laughs> I, said, when put, I was going to roll past it. <laughs> I was going to roll past it and keep on going. You can't love anybody until you love yourself, and you can't love yourself, guess what, until you love yourself. You can't do it. You just can't do it. I have already forgiven people. Some One of y'all going to do something wrong to me. One of y'all, even if it don't happen, I just put it out there in the atmosphere and I got some pretty much emotion. I got some sure emotion about it and thought plus creation. Excuse me. Thoughts plus emotion is just creation. So I just kind of enacted One of y'all going to do something wrong with me. I just kind of manifest that because I thought it and I have the proper emotions behind it to believe that one of y'all going to do something wrong with And when you do, I've already figured Two years from now, somebody going to do something wrong with me. i Baby, you already forget. Don't even worry about it. I ain't even tripping. Allow me that colloquial. I know I got a degree or two, but I ain't even tripping. You know, I ain't put the V on the even. I ain't even tripping. It's all one word. Mm -hmm. TJ, let me
2: hear from you. You got some good good background. Shannon, get ready. Shannon, get ready. Shannon, get ready. Uh Don't try to double-team me. Don't even try to double-team me. (laughs) Uh, I have have a question actually to catch up. Apologies for being late. Had to check out another Zoom, as you know. Um, Have you defined love for the purposes of this conversation tonight already? What, you know, we're talking about what love is and what real is. Have you defined it?
0: Not yet. You can go after it for me.
2: No, I'm not trying to define it. I'm just i not even trying to go there. I mean, I have my own. I think a lot of people have their own individual definitions of what love is. So I was wondering if we are operating on the premise of one unified, accepted definition of what we're talking about tonight. That's all. Fair Um, enough. I would define love. If I disagree, I'll, I'll chime back in and give you my opinion. How about that? Okay, no problem.
0: No problem. I'm going to define love and harmony so we're going to be on the same page. Is that fair? Because we're talking about being in harmonic vibration with ourselves and our mastermind. I'm going to define love and I'm going to define harmony. Harmony is my definition. Love came from an old pastor named Bob. Would y'all like to know what Bob taught me? I am a sophomore in college. Bob is a 72-year-old white man, six feet, two tall, pasted
1: 50 years.
0: Just retired. Bob stood up in the front of the room at Houston Baptist University and said, tell us, there's all guys in the class, stop basing your relationship on love. Everybody went, what? That don't make no sense love is too volatile base your relationship on forgiveness forgiveness is the greatest form of love so let's break that down practically first off when he said that he blew the whole top of my mind off I had to go pick it up from another room love is when you can completely allow someone to be who they are and accept what comes from who they are with total forgiveness. It's love. Uh, repeat
2: that again just so I can do my notes. Sure, no problem. Yes. <laughs> love you it. Pass
0: that. <laughs> Love is when you allow someone to be who they are, karma and accept what comes from being who they are with total forgiveness. See, a lot of y'all love your mate, but don't love what come from them. Hey, I did not bring this up. This is not my conversation. A lot of you love your mate, but don't love what comes from them. You love your mom, but don't like how she treats you. You <clears throat> you love your dad, but don't like how he left. I understand. Go ahead, PJ. Chime on in here.
2: Okay, okay who brought this up? I gotta pull. I, I I gotta pull my little church card here for a minute. Uh, pull it, CJ. Listen, wham bam. So, but even God says we can love the sinner and hate the sin. So I subscribe to I can love someone and not necessarily love everything that comes from them comes everything that comes from them is not lovely and since you know my dad says I can do that I subscribe to you know I can I can I can weed out and get the chaff from the wheat and say you know if I'm going to choose to love you and sacrifice and and put and allow you to be then I've kind of got to like what I'm allowing as well I'm just throwing that out there. No, 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 no. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. You're doing a
0: good job. I'm going to say this.
2: Because if I love myself, let me, because if I love me, if I love me, I've got to have what serves me and make me happy too. I'm not going to be a doormat for L-O-V-E. So therefore, there's got to be some standard there to maintain my personhood as well.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Okay, so we're gonna, you, you brought up a lot of school of thoughts here. Let's, you were at the very end, you were most closer to the Constitution of the United States than anything. So I'll bring up the Ninth Amendment of the Constitution. Actually, I'll bring up the Eighth and the Ninth Amendment of the Constitution because they were both closer to what you were talking about. The Eighth Amendment of the United States, don't ask me why I know this, I just know it. The Eighth Amendment of the United States Constitution says there'd be no cruel and unusual punishment which means that I cannot chop off your hand for killing the Snickers bar, okay? And she writes at the tail she was saying, look, you know, I, you, you can't just run over me. You can't give me cruel and unusual punishment, right? And then she had to bury it like, because there's gotta be some sort of standards. All right, standards. Ninth Amendment of the United States Constitution said that in, innumerable rights that you have It's not listed in this Bill of Rights. Constitution started with 10 Bill of Rights at first, right? So sorry, 10 amendments that were Bill of Rights collectively is what they were called. And in this ninth when it was saying P.J. is right, P.J. saying, you know what? There are some stuff that I haven't even told you about me yet that you have to respect because I got a bunch of great stuff about me that you're not going to step on. Or a better way to say this, your right, First Amendment of the United States Constitution now, your right, to do this and not infringe upon my right not to want it to happen all this is fair this is a rational argument nothing's wrong with that and the rationality of what you're saying pj i agree with you unfortunately love is not rational if it was rational love would not be love the moment we try to rationalize love we abuse it so i'm going to bring up the bible unfortunately, that was one of those, we have a lot of things. Have y'all ever heard of penance? Penance, 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 penance. like Catholic, penance, do do penance. Okay, here's how this works. Now, I am, I love Catholicism, okay? I'm not a Catholic. I love Catholicism, so I'm going to walk lightly here. Penance, was this just thing floating in the air? Was this just concept? floating in the air during the... Well, from, from first, from the apostolic period, which is which is everything after 100 A.D. until 1520... No, 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 until 1600, to be right around there when we started the Crusades. Anybody heard of the Crusades? The Crusades, when the Christians went back and took the motherland from the Muslims, okay? And, of course, we did that with death but we'll just leave that alone get off that soapbox you don't want me on that one but let's just do this here the penance came up because one of the popes boy was his name but one of the popes said you know what when you go after the crusades I'm gonna you're gonna get something great and everybody's like wow what was the time great now that you're stuck this is actual world history and church history and then what happened was the marriage of penance with the marriage of what the pope said which was infallible the pope was infallible They married each other and penance became part of the church. What's what? Infallible means not wrong ever. Okay. What comes from my mouth (laughs) cannot be wrong. Okay. It's a marriage of ideas that seem to be in the Bible. Unfortunately, PJ love the sin, but not the sinner is not in the Bible whatsoever. You, you can look it up. You can Google it. Nothing about that is in the Bible whatsoever. What it is is a perfect marriage of philosophy, church philosophy, and us trying to rationalize grace and truth together, and it married itself to where we think it's in the Bible. There's another one. God will, do no, God will not put more on you than you can bear. That is not in the Bible. It is a misreading <laughs> of a text kind of similar, but it's not in the Bible. It's not. So here's what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here concisely is, although we are right, there's nothing PJ say was wrong. Nothing. But it's not love. It is a form of love. It is a side effect, but it's a it is a it is a lower form of love. But love I'm going to describe, I saw this on the internet. Y'all ready for this? Let's see. Let me get some more. I'm going to get a man. Uh, James Jackson. Come on, play with me. All right, here we go. My man, James. I want to give you a job, okay? All right. Watch this here. Y'all ready? The job has no pay. (laughs) <laughs> somebody already said bad. job has no pay 24 hours a day 7 days a week no lunch breaks no lunch breaks whatsoever no health care I'm seriously I'm not going to give you no health care buddy no pay No restroom breaks. No privacy. You get no (laughs) privacy with the job. Sounds like slavery. (laughs) No health care. No pay. No breaks. No food. No money. I respect you if I feel like it. I'm going to... And listen. And then when I want to talk back to you, I'm going to. I have the right to make you bleed. As soon as I meet you, I have the right to make you bleed. Sounds like a spouse. It sounds like a mother. Uh, I just described your mom. Tell me I'm lying. That again. How did I not? What? How did I not? Your mom gets no lunch breaks. No cake no respect. You talk back to her if you want to. As soon as you made her, you made a plea. No privacy whatsoever. I literally did the job description of a mother. That's freaking love. That's love. Do you, you see how rational love is not? Thank you for playing with me, James. I appreciate you. Yeah, Think hey, about hey, that.
1: That hey, it- is <laughs> Going
0: over my head, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be in, in, in fairness I saw a video on the internet a while back that did and played that game I saw this so I didn't make that up but it was so profound I was like they, they went interviewed these people they put a real job posting out there and people were really applying really applying and they was just listening to all this stuff and then at the very end everyone was in tears it's like, that. Was, I just described your mom. And they're like, oh, my God, mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but that's love. That's love. It really is. Love isn't rational. Love has more grace than it has truth. You didn't run over your mom. And again, there's nothing wrong with what I agree with every single thing PJ said. With the wrong motives, see, PJ has great motives, and she's older than me. When she was my age, she would abuse some of what she just talked about just now because she didn't have the experience that she has now. You get it? At her age, she can understand to do that and still respect someone. When you're 37, you still think you're invincible. You still got something to prove. People still better respect you. Come on, I wish I had somebody. Let me get some real folk out there. Yeah. Come on now. who? Come on now. Which one of y'all? I come here. I ain't come here to be our friend. I came here to get my money and do my job. Come on. <laughs> Okay, i will gonna say I'll just say I, I know I was gonna say I ain't got enough real people on the phone call today. I was gonna say I was gonna say I, I know better. I know better. This is what we do. Go ahead, PJ,
2: please. Okay. I I was obedient, I Googled it, and the actual phrase text scripture is not there in the Bible but if there if there's a context that it came from a biblical basis which is why Christians use it so much may i read to you what oh, i found
0: oh please bob okay. me
2: okay love the sinner hate the sin while a common saying among Christians is not a phrase found in the bible however the concept is biblical jude 1 22 23 says and have mercy on those who doubt save others by snatching them out of the fire to others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. These verses tell us to extend mercy and compassion for people and hate for the sin. God can perfectly hate sin and sinners in all holiness while also perfectly loving sinners and desiring they repent and receive forgiveness, penance, whatever, like you said. Psalms 5.11, Malachi 1 and 3, Revelations 2 and 6, 2 Peter 3 and 9. I'm going to wrap it up in a minute. As human beings, we cannot love perfectly nor hate perfectly, in quotes, without malice. So we need the reminder to love the sinner yet hate the sinful action. We are called to love others and also to keep oneself unstained from the world, James 1.27 quote love the sinner hate the sin is one way to do this and then blah 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 it goes on more about christians being called to follow god's character of love etc
0: now nah, that's good stuff that's good stuff what what was
2: that jude come from was it jude 1 or 2 jude let's see that was jude 1 22 23 122
0: 23 and most that, excellent tape. Yeah. now that is fabulous okay and, of course, you had a bunch of stuff there. Perfect Kate and all that stuff. Again, it's not that P.J. was wrong. I brought up motives. Perfect Kate brings up motives. I want to bring something out. Read me. Start at 21 for me real quick.
2: June 21. Hold on. I just closed it out. I thought I was done. Hold on. Give
0: me one sec. That's okay. And while you're doing that, I'm going to qualify myself real quick. So, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know it, Jude what? Jude, Jude, verse 21, because it's just one chapter. Jude 21.
2: Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. That's the NIV.
0: Yeah. Okay. And read the next verse for me.
2: I'm going to do 21 through 23 then, because that's what I pulled up. Keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Verse 22, be merciful to those who doubt. Verse 23, save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear, dash, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh.
0: All right. Now, I, okay, cool. Now, I want to point out something because now I'm getting ready to prove PJ correctly, okay? That's why I, I want to do this. But let me, I don't do this often. My minor is in biblical languages, okay? <clears throat> I'm getting ready to do some Greek to point out a few words that talk about motives, okay? Now, pr- to prove PJ right. Let's go back to 21 because I want to be respectable to all of you who have this faith. Okay, 21. Well, it pays to be a Greek too. All right, here we go. I'm going to read this now in Greek. So my translation will be a little bit different than yours, but it would say, I'm um, translating as I go. The love of God. In yourselves keep awaiting the mercy of the Lord of Jesus Christ unto uh, life eternal. So I'm parsing and translating all on the fly. So my words are a bit out of order, but I'm doing it right now. The only word I want to point out there is mercy. Mercy is transliterated would be e l e o s or eleos. And this word it's a noun and it is in an accusative and it's neuter and it's singular i'll break all that down neuter means it has no gender which means it's across the board it is the noun that is important here it is the it is let me, hold on, let me find out the subject of the sentence real quick <laughs> waiting keep now your sounds being the most all right, so it's not the it's not the love. Love is the noun here. Make sure in this whole sentence, which means it's the it's the subject. Love is the subject of this sentence. And what was what I was talking about? Mercy. Mercy is in a prepositional phrase. All right. No, it's not. Mercy is modifying the prefaces of the phrase of the Lord. Okay. What this means, this is an accusative. Accusative would be the indirect object. It indirectly receives the action of the sentence. The direct object is what receives the action. For those of you who can't do English like this, don't worry about it. I'll break it down for you again. John is the subject of the sentence. John, no, excuse me, let me use the real names. Jack. Antonio into Jerome. All right. Jerome is the indirect object because he indirectly receives the action of Jack hitting Antonio. Antonio is the direct object and hitting is the verb and Jack is the subject of the sentence. Now, what's important here is to simply understand that mercy is not only modifying a big chunk of the sentence, but it's modifying the prepositional phrase of the Lord. All right, motives, not just regular mercy. Mercy like the Lord's. 22 doesn't really matter in this case, 23 is where the power was at to give big props to PJ. I'm gonna translate 22. My translation is gonna be a bit different so I'm parsing on the fly. Uh, save data, so also save others. Out of the fire, snatching. Okay, so I gotta go back. Also, save others out of the fog, fog, fire, snatching them. Show that showed mercy with fear, hating even the flesh, which would be sin. That's why I see why he not sin. It's our nature, having been stained by the clothing. So here we have again mercy and this time it's a bird, and it's in imperative, active, or it's active, active, okay, it is an active tense, second person. Basically, it is present, and it's a command, that makes sense. And in this text, Jude commands mercy presently. For those, you snatch out the fire. Okay, Bible lesson over, or history lesson over. Do you see the motives in the text? This is why you got to go back to original language, okay? The motives in the text is, while you're doing it, mercy. But what kind of mercy? One version you read earlier said perfect love, or perfect. Hebrew has tested Hesed is probably the strongest word for mercy, which means, what is the term? Hesed, it means mercy, but it means everlasting love is what hesed means. Everlasting, without conditions, without end. What you cannot do is take love and then cut off grace. So as long as you put standards on yourself, and put standards on other people. There's nothing wrong with people. What PJ said is what you should do. Oprah will tell you. If you can't be, if Jerome can't control his energy, I'll control it for him. Yeah, I will control his energy out of my life. I wish I had somebody. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Jerome, since you want to account for your energy, I account for your energy over there. Thank you very much. Boom. You're out of here. You understand what I'm saying? But I can't cut off grace for Jerome, when I do it and after I put him out of my life. You got me? Just because I don't like the team so, mean I can then to the hell. Go ahead, sure. uh, Reverend. You, you should be talking. I'm doing your job right now. <laughs> Go ahead. You're doing a great job at it because you have the degrees in it. Um, <clears throat> one of the – question this is a question and started because i didn't want to use the word so one of the strongest forms of love is grace and forgiveness that's a question mark. See TJ ain't disagree with you. I ain't disagree with you. Let <laughs> me like, tell you something. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for forgiveness and grace. Let me tell you my grandmother praying for me before I do. I need to pray for myself. <laughs> I know so of you, I know Jerome been say this whole life. As for me, I was a heathen. Okay. <laughs> I was one of the people on the way to go see PJ. <laughs> Paid some money.
2: You know I was not trying to take this all over the here. Go get him, Tempest. All <laughs> I wanted to know was what was the definition we were working with. That's all I wanted to That's know. it.
0: That's it. For so love, forgiveness. All right? Now, harmony. I have a different definition of harmony. Harmony. is for me, I'm going to use a different word that I've said years ago. Harmony is, and I'm going to use names, for Antonio to be in sync with Jerome, excuse me, let me pet. but to be in sync with myself while being in sync with Jerome. While moving towards the right thing of that which is the rightest of all things i'll break it down harmony is for me to be in sync with myself while being in sync with jerome can you see the first it goes vertically to me and then it goes laterally to jerome I got to get the vertical right first and I can extend that vertical, that verticalness horizontally to Jerome. And then while doing that, that's not enough, because then we got to be going towards what is right. Of the rightest thing of all right things. I'll break it down or, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually, this is kind of a platonic argument right now. Plato. Plato says, that there are perfect things in the heavens and they have a perfect form. The reason why, the reason why when PJ would draw a circle and I draw a circle and they're not really 360 degrees because we don't, you know, have a protractor making us draw circles, but you recognize it's a circle. Or the reason why all of us are sitting in chairs right now, but all of our chairs are not the same. They actually look different. But in the difference of the chairs, in the difference of the chairs, Right. What we have here is different chairs, but we all recognize as chairs. You get it? Everybody got me? We all know this chairs, because Plato says there's a form of chair in the heavens. It's perfect. And as long as it has that some semblance of that form, you recognize it's a chair. All right, so I'm by the bar for this argument. This means that I gotta be in harmony with me and then extend that to Jerome. I'm gonna pause right here for a second because some of y'all are walking around so righteous that you have forgiven people, but you have not included them in your forgiveness. Some of you have forgiven people, but you have not included them in your forgiveness. You let it go, but every time you see them, you got them walking on eggshells because you refuse to include them in your let-go-ness. Pat yourself on the Too back hard. for that one, sir. <laughs> okay, so how
2: do you include them in your let go-ness?
0: Can I answer that? You, yes, please. You inform them <laughs> that you have forgiven you them, and that's how you include them in your let go-ness. You. There
1: you go. In forgiveness.
0: some cases... <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say forgiveness is in two-sided. Some cases, in some cases, you need to inform people you have forgiven them, and then you include them in your action. In other cases, you do not. I, actually, I heard the question asked yesterday or the day before. I just didn't answer it, but it was asked on this network, do you have to notify people when you've forgiven them or when you released it? All right? I heard it asked. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I just didn't say nothing because it was beautiful what was happening. Sometimes you just don't. Should you inform your rapist that you've forgiven them? Let it go. You get it? That's an environment that probably will not serve you and a conversation that probably will not serve you. But if I'm married to James, okay, me and James, we're in same-sex marriage now. Sorry, James. I end up married to James and I done forgave James walking around the house But still got him on eggshells. I'm wrong because it's my job to be at peace with James. I must include James in the forgiveness. Now this is for you, Bible folks. Because how can two walk together unless they agree? I'm just saying. This is, now come on, let's go to church. Is that anybody? No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay? But it's honestly, if me and James are in... Yes, sir. I have, to, okay. I have to jump in here. Um, <laughs> I got to jump in here because there are people out there whom I can say that I forgive them and I can conduct myself in a manner... That demonstrates forgiveness. That's right. And not have forgiven them. Because it's mm. still inside of me. And when I'm doing what I'm doing, it rises to the top or rises up in that That's situation. Right. And then I've got to put the act on again, but there isn't true forgiveness. And I also believe that when we do that, we diminish our ability to grow and prosper. So it's not You're a right. good thing. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's not, and I'm so glad you said that after that PJ jump in because I was getting ready to say that you can pretend, but the universe knows. <laughs> I was gonna, was gonna say that, and you gonna some of y'all harvests are messed up because you got all us food. <laughs> Don't have the universe food. That nah, boy, come on now. Now you. Preach. I am quick to I am quick to tell people. Every time you try to do it, I'm quick to tell people, I do it all the time, check my harvest, check yours. I'm very quick. to Check the harvest. Because a good tree can't bear bad fruit. And a bad tree can't bear good fruit. You have me food, but your harvest tells on you. Now, just to point this out. I'm not talking about good times and bad times. That's different. I'm saying the continuation or the constant continuation of your harvest tells on what you planted. Because the only thing coming out the ground is the only thing you're putting in it. Okay? Go ahead, PJ, then we'll answer Shannon's question. Could could,
2: could Talisha just say Repeat her question one more time to make sure I'm where I thought I was at.
0: Talisha, you mind repeating your question?
2: I didn't have a question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Somehow we got off on to genuine forgiveness and not. I thought you had asked Talisha um, something about real forgiveness or something like that. Well, oh, the reason we're here
0: right now is because I'm in the first half of the definition. Vertical harmony for me must extend to Jerome, so we're still on task, but that we're in the second, but we're in the first half because I want to tell you about the right of right, but I can't tell you yet because until because you can never go to what is right and then what is right upright, which I'll explain get get that out of esoteric knowledge. Okay. Without first laterally honoring man. Your your ten commandments are set
2: up the same way. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on on one second. Shannon put it in the in the chat. Okay. So her her question was, How do you know when forgiveness has happened or how does the person know? That's how we got off on okay. So my my response. (laughs) One of my responses was like what Jerome's talking about. Well, there is no such thing as fake forgiveness, really. That's an oxymoron, because if you forgive, it's real. So it's in thought, word, and deed. That's that's my litmus test for me. It's in thought, word, and deed. So when someone comes up on you that you supposedly have forgiven, and you still grit your teeth, or you still, in the back of your mind, really wish you were ripping their head off, you already know you haven't really forgiven them. And secondly, forgiveness does not mean reconciliation, necessarily. You can totally and honestly forgive a person, thought, word, and deed, put it in your heart, all the hard work it takes to get it in your heart, but you do not have to ever break bread with that person again, see that person again, want to meet with that person again, talk to that person. They could be totally out of your life, but you could have released, let it go, and forgiven them. That's my answer.
0: no, that's fantastic input. I'm not going to correct or add to that. That's fantastic. Forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. But that's not even the, the, Latin, the root of the word. Is, the, it comes from Latin. It means to let go. You don't have to reconcile everything you let go. To, to let go of something says you no longer have control over me. You know what I'm saying, PJ? I'm with Shannon. That's a word. <laughs> forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. It does not. Now, I like what PJ said. Thought what she said? Thought word indeed. Or she said word. thought word indeed. I like that because that's the same thing I'm saying. Harvest. She's saying forgiveness has a harvest. You can't grit your teeth and forgive at the same time. You can't bring back up old stuff and forgive at the same time. Forgiveness, everything has a harvest. And, and and what I find coaching hundreds of thousands of people, what I find that is most heart-wrenching for me is people <laughs> believe that they can do something and be excused of the harvest of what they've done. No matter what you do, the harvest is going, coming out. I, I like to say it this way you plant a seed, you automatically schedule the harvest. Automatically. If you, the moment you plant it, you have scheduled when it's coming up. And you don't have no control over when it comes up, but you have scheduled it. I wish I had somebody. Plant it, you automatically schedule a harvest. That's <laughs> it. And, and and when you when you plant it, you gotta get it. And this is why harvest harvest is like credit score. Your credit score is the numerical equivalent of your character. Let me, oh let me, let me get off of this real. Mute my mic here so I can. Credit score is the numerical equivalent of your character you promised that you was going to pay and they got you mathematically equated down to how often you pay when you say you go pay harvest is the same way harvest is the physical representation of your true actions you can fool me with these wolf kickers all you want to. I'm sure I'm a coach now. But when you plant a seed, the real you comes out in the harvest. You can say what you want. You can say what you want. i got some folks that go whoop to whoop to whoop to whoop to whoop. You can whoop to whoop to whoop, to, whoop all you want to. Here's what's not going to happen. Your mouth ain't going to determine your harvest what you plant will. Like PJ said, you can start these in action all you want to, but if you walk away from me gritting your teeth and I can't see it, I can assure you your harvest is going to tell on you. And the reason why you have, a, guess what's the only way to have an average harvest? Did y'all know that there's no such thing as an average seed? All seeds are perfect. All seeds are genius seeds that are perfect, whether it's a perfect bad seed as you perceive it or a perfect good seed as you perceive it. none, of, No seed is average. No seed averagely comes out the ground. You do understand that gravity right now without the ground on you is pushing on your body at 12, 12 pounds per square inch right now without the ground. With the ground on you, it's something like 30 pounds. And that little bit old seed is so strong, it pushes through 30 pounds per square inch. Ain't nothing average about a seed. All seeds are mighty warriors, good or bad. But here's how that works, ladies and gentlemen. The only way to get an average harvest is you keep mixing good seeds with bad seeds. And they mix. That's it. You got an average life, because you use a wishy-washy seed planter. You just, some days you're good, some days you're bad. And they all grow together. That's why your garden is average. Because your discipline is average. That's well, what it is. So when me and Jerome now, who, who was I married to? Was it James? Okay. All right. I'm trying to, I, I wanted to marry a guy because I didn't want to put marriage on some woman and be offensive, but I know James, and I know he's not gay. He's got a fiance, right? All right. So I'm married to this guy. I'm never going to marry, which does not offend anybody, but unless you just don't like that kind of thing, but that's okay. You can tell us a joke. I'm married to James, and I won't include James in my forgiveness. That's wrong because I agreed to share a garden with James. Therefore, forgiveness does need reconciliation because I've agreed we gonna share a garden. Oh, preacher would have said, are you praying with me? Uh (laughs) The tree stump preacher, they get on the tree stump, just go after it. I gotta be in harmony back to Jerome, me and Jerome. Now, but always got to be going to what is right for my life. Did you remember that I said vertical to me, lateral to Jerome, while doing what is right to in comparison to what is right upright. All right, it's reason why I brought up Plato. I'm bringing this up now. This means that while I'm in harmony with Jerome, I need to also be in harmony with the hell I'm going. This is important because, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't get this, you're going to spend your life in harmony with people that won't let you go where you're going. I'm trying to help somebody today, boy. I am trying to. Let me put my weight on it. Let me. Let me put my weight on it. Let me. I almost want to stand up. You just think about this. How many of you are with people that won't let you be your highest expression of yourself? Come on, we married to people in competition with us. We hanging out with kinfolk, one, we ain't got no good experience with kinfolk at all, but they family. You better listen to Tyrese. Tyrese say loyalty has an expiration date. I'm not loyal to everybody in my family. I love them over there because everyone I attach myself to don't want to go where I'm going. They don't want to sit in a mastermind group for two hours. What the, they get to the, they want to smoke things. I don't want to smoke. They want to, take their economy and give it to the club owner instead of owning their own economy and buying the club. I ain't got time for that. I have no time, have no time for people that's not trying to have their own economy. If you're not trying to have your own economy, we, not, we ain't got nothing. Time. We don't. I'm not saying that you wrong. I'm saying you right for someone over there. To be in harmony with someone that's not in harmony with what's right for you is a bunch of BS. And you're wrong. How you going to be in harmony with someone and they don't want you to be a speaker, trainer, coach? What y'all got done? Here you is to start it P.J., what is it, P.J.? It's like T.M.T. or something. What is it, Transformation. TNT is like. Well. What is it, P.J.? Go ahead. Go and shout
2: out your company. TNT is dynamite, first of all. Dynamite. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, when I put that name together, I was grasping and rookie in here, and, and I made it too long, but that's what I had at the time, dynamite, TNT. But it's transformational thinking with Pamela J.
0: There it is. Now how how I'm gonna be friends with PJ and I won't show up at her conference? Now here we are She TNT and dynamiting, doing a good job, and I show up talking about damn. You gonna charge me? Come on now. I got a rule. Friends, don't let friends get discounts. Think I'm lying? If I'm your friend, it's full price. I'm not going to disrespect you by asking you for a portion of your work as your friend. How will be your friend and act like a non-customer. Antonio, how you a rapper and don't nobody come to your concert. Go ahead, sir. I mean, go ahead, PJ. I, I get,
2: I get caught up in the semantics. And okay, so I'm hearing you use the word harmony a lot, harmony, and all the different examples you're giving. How can it be harmony in the first place? I mean, how can harmony even have anything to do with something that's not on the that's same right. chord? You can't have harmony we have, if you're
0: not on, you know, you know. Yeah, because we have a skewed view of harmony. We get, it's two parts That's why I broke it down. I'm in, man, we get along just fine, don't we? Yeah, it's all good. I have so much fun with you. We laugh, we joke. Hey, man, come to my event. No, nah, I can't do that. See, so we confuse this lateral harmony with where I'm trying to go. If you're not in harmony with my dreams, my thoughts, and my goals, you ain't in harmony with me. No matter how good we get along, they have a word for people like you: associate. We're not friends. This is really good associates. I drink a beer with you. If you die, if I got time, I'll go to your
1: funeral.
0: Come hey. on, well, y'all know I'm too real. Come on now. That's true. Yeah, come on. Everybody you drink a beer with you ain't going to their funeral and say, Doc. If you got time, you will. That's not a friend. Dude, stop. Stop. It's not. Lighten up, it's not. Lighten up on the people. I'm not. I'm not. I got eight minutes left. I'm going, going strong. Eight minutes left, right? You get it? I mean, you, you, just because me and Jack are friends, if Jack, how many of y'all got friends won't even like your stand? Yeah. Come on now. Come on, that's not harmony. But as soon as they see you, girl, I see you doing your thing. No, 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 no. You don't see me doing my thing. You see me doing what you want to explode on me. It's not yeah, harmony. It's not harmony, okay? Now, so I got to be friends with Jack friends with Jerome, friends with Daryl. Appreciate you being on there. Friends with Grace while on my way to what I want to get to. And if we're going to be in harmony, we both need to be trying to go the same place. You can't go two different places. They could be two kind of different places. But it can't be, I want to be a lawyer, you want to be a drug dealer. It can't be, it can't be all that different.
1: <laughs>
0: because your future would jeopardize mine. What type of three people, TDJ said. okay, good. Now, now now think about this for a second. So I'm going where I want to go. Everybody got me? Now that's part of it. But then there's a right of rights. What I mean by this is, well, how do we even get the word right or wrong or at least some comparative words, right? Better, best, well, good, better, best. These are comparative words, and we're, what we're saying is there is some standard, and there's a word called gradation. Gradations just mean levels. Young folks say there's levels to this. Okay, the gradation, gradations, and basically what happens is Every time you say something is good, you're comparing it to what you think your thought of good actually is. So if you're a believer of Christianity, good is in harmony with God, this perfect peace or whatever it is, words that you would say, okay? And you're comparing what is good with Jerome to what is good to this great of great. That's how you even know it's good. If everything in the world was the same, you wouldn't have a word good. If everybody was 5'7", and you're 5'7", you would never know you're 5'7", short or tall, because you can't be 5'7", short or tall, because you're even with everything else. Okay, you don't believe that? You can't play a piano with all the same keys. The, the keys need to be diametrically opposite. Well, actually, it's not even dimensionally. It's just actively. There's eight different notes per octave. And they all need to be different. So you got to always keep going to what is right of right. That means, very practically, so we don't get caught up in some matches. Jerome needs to know his end goal. What serves him the greatest. For me, the right of right for me is to be known as one of the greatest leaders alive that helped millions of people and gave 80% of his money back to the world. That's me. If you can't jive with that, we can be friends for that season, but we can't be friends on the way to my goal. Ladies and gentlemen, as I close, everybody can't travel with you. <clears throat> Felicia said, no, don't close. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can't travel with you. Honestly, the scene this all in you. Just, just wrap it in your head. Everybody is not equipped to go to what's right for you. Some of them don't even like you getting what's right for you until they get what's right for them before you. Some of the people in your organized planning and your organized groups, they don't even like you shining unless they shine first. And God forbid you shine more than them. I say it all the time. I'll say it now. The problem with shining is you also reflect. The more you shine, the more you reflect. That means if you get close enough to my shine, you're going to see you in my reflection. Wish I had somebody. And if you don't like what you see, you're going to try to kill one or two things. you going to kill the reflection, or you're going to kill my shine. I wish I had somebody. If you don't like what you see in your reflection, you ain't killing my shot. I'm shine. the one... See, <laughs> if I'm the one making you see your reflection, you either gonna kill the reflection or you gonna kill my shot. Hey, man, I'm out of here, man. It's all good, man. All right, cool, man, do your thing. That's killing the reflection. Or you know what, Darren, don't follow him, man. He ain't nobody. He ain't nobody such and such, such, such. That's killing my shot. And everybody in your life ain't right your future. That's no disrespect. (coughs) Last two minutes, I want to leave you with one closing thought. It is not arrogant to protect your garden. Your garden is what is going to flow from your life. And everything you eat from Every harvest of your winnings comes from your garden, and everybody shouldn't be in your garden. Amen. So write, so write this down. Thank you. Write this down. It is not arrogant to protect your garden. It is intelligent to protect your garden. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play it better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. We'll unmute all your microphones and then you can say hi and bye to everyone. Love you all. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. A good time. <laughs> good time <for> everybody. <laughs> Appreciate to see you next Wednesday. Thank you, all of you, for being on. Appreciate you from all across the world. Darren, very good to see you. My brother, your business better than mine. I'm jealous. All right, everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank Thank you. you.
1: Thank you.